Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Bottom of the table, Manchester United have 99 problems and Cristiano Ronaldo is one. Lots to do for the Red Devils as transfer chatter continues, but not much action. Can Christian Pulisic be the answer? What about Casemiro? Apparently he's getting closer. Hey, speaking of the aforementioned American, his current club, Chelsea, still hoping for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, but is Barcelona doing the right thing on letting him go? How about Wesley Fofana and Leicester City? We talk more Premier League, latest transfer rumors, and much more. It's a live episode. We want to get going, be aggressive today. Fabrizio Romano is here. Que golazo is here. You are here. We are live. Que golazo begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kegolasso, a live episode. We're going to get going straight away. So much to discuss. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, brother? Hello, bro. All good. And you? Hope he's all fine. And many things happening. Many things happening on the market. So important week. It's uh, 15 days before the end of the window. And so many things going on. 15 days left to go. Fabrizio and I were like, you know what? We're not even going to bother with the banter at the beginning. Let's get straight to business. Let's talk about Manchester United. Fabrizio Romano, it's the main headline of today's show. And by the way, everybody, there is no break today. So send in your questions on our great producer, Attacking Third Talent. Lisa Roman will send me the questions, but we'll answer as many as we can, okay? So, Fab, let's get going with Manchester United straight away. It's not good, obviously. It's no secret what's going on with Eric Ten Hag and his club, of course. But let's talk about it from a transfer perspective. First and foremost, Cristiano Ronaldo has been given the green light to leave. Is that correct? What's the latest? On Cristiano Ronaldo's side, the situation is pretty clear. While Manchester United insist also today morning that they have no intention to let him go, that they trust Cristiano as part of the project, so my United position is always the same. Behind the scenes, Jorge Mendes is still working to find a last-minute solution for Cristiano Ronaldo. So the agent of the player is in it. Jorge Mendes is trying to find the right way. He already did his magic last summer when it was pretty clear it was really difficult to move Cristiano Ronaldo and then at the end May United appeared and signed uh, and signed Cristiano he's going to try the same so last minute opportunity for uh, for Cristiano Ronaldo to find a way together and to to sell Cristiano Ronaldo as soon as possible it's not an easy one let me repeat because we know how tough have been the negotiations with many clubs around Europe Atletico Madrid Chelsea Bayern Mendes spoke to all these clubs at the moment it's still complicated but I'm sure that the Ronaldo situation is still open and will be over till the end of the of the win. So Ronaldo also said that he's going to, you know, come out with some statement on Instagram, uh, you know, discussing some reports. Some say they are true, some say they are not. Are you expecting anything crazy there, or are you just expecting everything that we've been talking about, which is an exit is imminent if it can work out? 
I think Cristiano is not so happy with the rumors on on what has been said about the dressing room and uh, his behavior, you know, with the teammates. Because I'm also told that Cristiano is being a very serious professional. So my sources are telling me that the problem is not how Cristiano is acting. Cristiano is not happy because the team is not at my United level and because the results are not at my United level. But when you're a winner, this is how you react to difficult situations. You can't be happy. If you are happy with that kind of situation, the problem is the club, is not the player. So... Cristiano just wants to see the ambition of Manchester United and this is why he's not happy. So I think he's not so happy, not just with the transfer rumours, but it's about uh, things said about his profession, his professional approach also to the trainings and everything that I'm told is always been perfect in that case. His reputation, of course. We yes. also all or nothing with Juventus and how he's very careful about he's also perceived and how he treats his work. All right, well, let's stay with Manchester United, Fabrizio Romano. We said there's a lot to discuss. Let's keep going here. Let's talk about the targets. Okay, I'm just going to give you the names and we just go one by one, okay, just to see exactly what's going on. Manchester United and Rabiot, what's the latest there? Deal off. As of today, it's totally off. Uh, it could only change if Rabiot changes his mind and changes his request because Manchester United have said no to the crazy salary request of uh, the mother of the player, Veronique Rabiot. He wants 7 million euros guaranteed net per season. That is the same salary he has at Juventus, plus some bonuses and also with a huge signing fee. And May United are not accepting that kind of of structure that kind of salary so at the moment the Rabiot situation is completely off let's see if the player will change his mind but as of now seems to be really difficult the goalkeeper Jan Sommer what's going on there it's one of three names that they have in the list so not the only one because it's not an easy one because Borussia Mönchengladbach offered him a new deal also he's an important player for Switzerland at the World Cup and so he wants to make sure that he has regular game time looking for the, for the World Cup and of course in the United there is David De Gea so it's a different kind of situation Borussia Mönchengladbach are offering him a new deal for the next three years Manchester United are keeping contact with him, with his agents, to understand the situation. And so he could be one of the names. But for sure, May United will sign a new goalkeeper because they have to replace Dean Anderson. Absolutely. All right, let's keep going here. This is a big one. Casemiro, the Brazilian midfielder. I thought this was just like, there's no chance. But is there any chance at all that this could happen? No, Manchester United are trying. Manchester United are really trying for Casemiro. They know it's a difficult one. It's a really difficult one because not just of Real Madrid, but I would mention from what I'm told, Carlo Ancelotti. Carlo Ancelotti would love to keep the same squad he has right now till the end of the season. So Carlo Ancelotti doesn't want to change the team because he knows how important are all the players of Real Madrid, not just on the pitch, but also into the dressing room. Casemiro is a big leader, so would be a top signing for Manchester United. But as I mentioned, not an easy one. So when I see around 45, 50 million euros, I'm told that it's absolutely not enough to tempt Real Madrid. They want way more than this, and the player would only consider a crazy, crazy salary. I'm told that Manchester United are prepared to pay an important salary to Casemiro. They want to try to, to tempt the player and Real Madrid. So my United are trying. This is a reality. Then it's a tough one. So depends on Ancelotti, I feel. I feel that Ancelotti will have a conversation with Casemiro that they will decide together because Ancelotti is an important factor of this story. Yeah, because obviously at the beginning of this conversation, when Aurel Chomeny entered the frame, Casemiro was reportedly not that happy, thinking that he might have lost his first team status. But Ancelotti said, no, don't worry about this. So I'm imagining that has a lot to do with it. And if Casemiro leaves Fabrizio, there's no way that Real Madrid are going to be happy with that without looking for somebody else before the end of the transfer window. I think that could be an opportunity. At the moment, they are not commenting as they are still convinced that Casemiro has good chances to stay. So Real Madrid are still relaxing. But in case the deal will go through with Manchester United, 
I think they will they will look at the market. They could look at the market. Of course, as you mentioned, they already signed Chouameni this summer. They had Kamavinga as top signing at the end of last summer. So they have many top young players and already many top players like Modric, Valverde, Kroos, and, and many others. So at the moment from Real Madrid, it's Casemiro. But let's see what happens with Man United. Okay, so basically it would take something monumental for this to happen, but it's not impossible. Yes, this is the situation okay. as of now. All right, well, let's talk about something that really interests a lot of our followers, of course, Christian Pulisic. We mentioned, of course, that the Chelsea winger was, you know, maybe going out on loan, perhaps on sale, Newcastle, or keeping their eyes on it. And then, you know, per reports, including The Athletic, you know, Christian Pulisic might be an interest of Manchester United. How close are we to that being true? Yes, it's true. It's true. The athletic news is, is confirmed. It's true. Manchester United have been asking about the Christian Pulisic situation. He could be one of the options considered by uh, Eric Ten Hag. He's not the only one because they have a list of players in that position. We know they're following and I insist saying that they're following Cody Gakpo from PSV Indowen. is one of the players that they are tracking since long time. Pulisic could be an interesting opportunity for Man United. They asked for a potential load move. Todd Bowley is the point in this story because I'm told that Todd Bowley is not so happy with loaning players out to important clubs and rival clubs like Manchester United. So we have to understand if he will say, OK, I accept the conditions and I let the player go on loan to Manchester United or if he will just accept different kind of formula. So this is an important part because I'm told that Chelsea did the Lukaku deal with Inter, but after the Lukaku deal, they decided not to accept too many loan deals to important clubs around Europe for players that they trust because Pulisic is not player that they don't trust. He's an important player for Chelsea. So it depends on Todd Bowley at the moment, but it's true that Manchester United are trying. All righty. Well, let's stay here with Manchester United very quickly, of course. Uh, here's a question regarding about uh, Chelsea. So, okay, BA, BA, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little detour for you. Wonder Kid, Hendrik Palmeiras, links to Chelsea. Is this true? It's true that Chelsea are among clubs interested in this boy, but will be a crazy battle for, for Hendrik. Eh? Crazy. Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, Chelsea, but also other clubs like PSG are, are following him. So it's going to be a crazy one. I think will be the next uh, Vinicius, Neymar. You remember how many crazy battles we had in the past when these talented boys in Brazil were shining. And so now I think will be the case with, uh, with Hendrik. I'm told that there are really many, many clubs in the race having first contacts and Chelsea are included in the list. So it's true that they want him, but it's still not something agreed or completed. All right, we have a segment on Chelsea, everybody, I promise. But we're going to just going to finish and wrap up here with Manchester United. Fabrizio Romano, make sure to follow him on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram. And he's been keeping us up to date, of course. Uh, Aubameyang, obviously, that's another Chelsea story, which Fab will let us know in a second. But is there any link there between United and Aubameyang? At the moment, still still nothing concrete from what I'm told. And I'm sure that Aubameyang, as priority, wants to play Champions League football. Eh? He wants to play Champions League football. He's in a good position at Barcelona. So I think it would take a crazy proposal also in this case for, for Aubameyang. And Chelsea are focusing on him more than May United as of now. Yeah, and we will get to that in a second. But finally, with United, Moises Caicedo, you know, interesting because, you know, I remember you tweeting about him uh, way back uh, last year about Manchester United's interest and then it went off and then I wrote a massive piece about how important he is. Brighton came in of course. Moises Caicedo now apparently according to you Fab remains again an interest for the Red Devils. Yes he's one of the players that they have in the list then let's see if they will decide to go for him or not. Also we know how tough it is to negotiate with Brighton after the Cucurella story is always complicated to find an agreement with, uh, with Brighton but as of now um, there is still no official bid but it's one of the players that Manchester United are discussing internally I think it would be as you mentioned 
a really smart signing. Very good player, physical player. He's a beast with a very good potential. But I'm not sure there's going to be an easy negotiation with Brighton. So let's see how it develops. Absolutely. If we just saw what Brighton just did with getting Pervis Stupinian and then replacing him on a very good deal from Cucurella, there's no way that they're going to let this boy go. Very good signing. Very good signing. Oh, tremendous. I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet and I agree 100%. It's an upgrade, my friend. That's what I think. That's how good I think I highly rate him. But anyway. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law all right, let's talk about Chelsea then. Uh, obviously, you, we've mentioned them a little bit. Let's go back to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang because you also reported that uh, Todd Bowley wants some new conversations. And I, I guess, to your point, Aubameyang wants Champions League football. Check on that with Chelsea. Aubameyang knows London. Check on that with Chelsea. But it seems to me that Xavi doesn't really want to let go of Aubameyang that easily. What's the latest? Yes, it's kind of manager's battle in this case because Thomas Tuchel would love to have Aubameyang and he's pushing Todd Bowley to sign Aubameyang. He considers him the first option for the attacking position, the perfect player. He knows him, so he doesn't need a lot of time to integrate him with Chelsea ideas and system. Uh, that was the problem with Lukaku, you remember, last, last, uh, last season. So he wants to make sure that the new striker will be ready immediately to have an impact with Chelsea. But at the same point, uh, Xavi wants to keep Aubameyang. Xavi is pushing to keep the player or at least to get a really important transfer fee for him. So not something small or something normal. They want really important proposal for Aubameyang. Imagine that during the weekend in the contracts, in the contacts through intermediaries, I'm told that Barcelona were asking around 30 million euros for Pierre Aubameyang, a player that they signed almost on a free in, uh, in, in January. So let's see what happens. Let's see what Chelsea will decide because they wanted to spend way less than this. Let's see what the player will decide because the new round of talks this week is not just with Barcelona, but it's also with the player. Chelsea want to understand how much would he ask for the salary, the length of the contract. So there are some points to clarify on player side before jumping into it with Barcelona. But Chavis hopes for the player to stay, also because Memphis Depay has very good chances to join Juventus. This also depends on Chelsea's uh, fate here. Ricardo Cooper asking what I was thinking about, uh, you know, actually, well, Ronaldo now, Ricardo, you're asking. Any chance of that happening? At the moment, uh, I would say no because of Thomas Tuchel. So in July, when they had the opportunity, Todd Bowley was tempted by this opportunity. Eh? So this is why I would keep the situation open because the owner, the president, has always been tempted by the opportunity of signing Cristiano Ronaldo, a top player, legendary player. But Th- Thomas Tuchel said no in July. It was very clear. He didn't want Cristiano Ronaldo at Chelsea. So never say never in football. If Tuchel tomorrow morning uh, wakes up and says, OK, let's sign Cristiano, for Todd Bowley, it's a yes. But for Tuchel, at the moment, it's still a no. So at the moment, nothing going on. We will see. This, this is the one that I was thinking about. Armando Broja, of course, had a fantastic season with Southampton. Obviously, he's a Chelsea player. 
Uh, there's a lot depend on how Tuchel wants to. Does he want to keep Broja this summer, says Spinley? Yes, he wants to keep him, but Broja wants to play. Armando wants to play. He wants to have regular game time. And so I think if Chelsea will sign one more important striker, they could maybe consider uh, a last-minute deal for, uh, for Armando. Also because there were strong interest from many clubs. Eh? In Italy, in England with West Ham, and Chelsea always said no, no, they wanted to keep the player. So I know that they want to keep him. Uh, want to keep him, and so Thomas Tuchel is a big fan of Armando. But at the same point, uh, depends on the new signing. Yeah, new signings. Okay, we're going to wrap up Chelsea, but we do have two questions. One of them is Jeremy Pino. Obviously, this continues to be an interest, but I believe it's more smoke than anything else. I can't see this happening. How do you see it with Jeremy Pino to Chelsea? They are following him, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, since a long time. But at the moment, there is not a negotiation. I mean, so it's no secret. No He's a great, very talented player. Yes, Lots of teams are looking absolutely normal yeah. to follow this kind of players, but it's not a negotiation as of today. All right. And the last one, Wesley Fofana. Uh, you know, he, I feel, you know, Didier Drogba is his hero. He really wants this move, I'm hearing. And per your reports, uh, personal agreements, personal situations have been settled. It's all about Leicester accepting now. Yes, everything is okay between Fofana and Chelsea. He wants the move. He's desperate for the move. Uh, he would love to join Chelsea. He knows that Thomas Tuchel is pushing to have him. He is highly rated by Chelsea. And so we wait for the new bid because Chelsea are intentioned to submit a new proposal to Leicester, to tempt Leicester. It's another difficult one because Leicester want to keep the player. So not an easy summer for Chelsea in the negotiations because many clubs know how powerful they are in the market, how good is the financial situation. And so after the Cucurella deal, I think it's going to be even more complicated to sign Fofana. But Chelsea are there. Chelsea will try till the end. Chelsea are not giving up and the player wants Chelsea. He has an agreement on a six-year deal with Chelsea and so he's just waiting for them to beat again and try again. So let's see when, but they are on it. All right, so that one could be closer. All right. Arsenal are number two in my power rankings in the Premier League. Fabrizio Romano, they have started very well this season under Mikel Arteta. So there's a lot of Arsenal questions from a lot of our Arsenal fans. Rob Kelly asks about Pedro Neto, by the way, the uh, Wolves player, any chance of that? And maybe a midfielder to Arsenal? No, the moment is still quiet for Pedro Neto. Let's see if in the next day something will change. But as of today, it's still quiet. The midfielder has always been Tillemans top of the list for Arsenal, but still no official bid to Leicester. I'm told that Arsenal are still focusing on all the outgoings. We know how complicated it is to manage the outgoings for the top club. It's not easy. Eh? So I think Edwin and Arteta are doing very good job because many players left and other players will have to leave in the next days, uh, like Michael and Niles and others. So they're trying to find solutions on the outgoings. And then I think that they will sign at least one more player. All right, so let's wrap up with Arsenal. Is there any more involvement, any business going on? Rob Kelly asks again, Fab, how much players are Arsenal looking to sign? One or two, any at all? You mentioned there's 15 days left. Gabriel Jesus leads that line. Martinelli looks like he's going to do well. Where else are they looking to focus, Fab, before they wrap up the summer? Well, the, the roles they've been covering and following has always been midfielder and winger, but it depends because Arsenal, I think, have very good strategy. For example, if you asked me the same question in January, I told you, striker, they will sign a new striker. Then at the end, they wanted mm. Blaovic, but they've been very smart in deciding, okay, we are not wasting money in a player we don't trust because we can't sign Blaovic. They've so been flexible. The they've been strikers. flexible. Yes, yeah. we wait and we sign Gabriel Jesus in the summer. Top signing. So I think it will be the same. They wanted Rafinha, but they will sign a winger only in case they will be 100% convinced of the winger. Otherwise, they will go for it maybe in January or next summer. All right. Well, let's, uh, we're nearly done here with Fabrizio Romano. It's only a short one, uh, and we've been doing a pretty good job here at answering all your questions. I wanted to just quickly touch on Newcastle, because even though they are you know, a very rich team, they've been pretty you know, uh, conservative when it comes to their signings. Is there any 
uh, attention with Newcastle. We mentioned Pulisic before. Perhaps they need another attacker. What's going on with Newcastle United? Any hope of even uh, Gallagher as well? Uh, Connor Gallagher from Chelsea they're talking about. What's going on with Newcastle? For sure, Conor Gallagher is part of the list. He's a player they love, but it depends on Thomas Tuchel. It depends on Chelsea. So they will need to, to wait a bit on Gallagher and see what Tuchel will decide. The same with Broya. So they need to wait and, and that's it for the Chelsea talents. I will keep an eye on João Pedro. What for striker? Because they submitted a proposal uh, a few days ago, £20 million pounds plus three Nedons. Watford said no, but they will be back. Newcastle will be back with a new proposal. They want João Pedro, so let's see what Watford will decide, because they are also negotiating with Crystal Palace for Ismail Assar. And so they will have to decide, Pozzo will have to decide if you want to sell both players or just one. So it's time to, to make decisions at Watford, but João Pedro is one of the names, the most important names in the list at Newcastle. All right, everybody, you cannot complain. It was only 20 minutes, but Fabrizio Romano gave us a lot of content. Before we say goodbye, Fab, we always ask you anything that we should be paying close attention to, anything in these last 15 days of the transfer window. Many things, but I would keep an eye in the next hours to the new wonder boy for Chelsea because they signed Cesare Casadei from Inter. In this moment, I just received a message. He's going to the airport to fly to London in the next uh, two, three hours. So he will be in London tonight. This boy is born in 2003 from Inter Academy, top talent. They spent 15 million euros plus five in add-ons. Tomorrow morning, medical test. And imagine that Chelsea invested 15 million dollars in Gagas Lonina, 15 million euros in Cesare Casadei. Uh, they signed Omari Atchison from Arsenal. They invested important money on many, many talents like Carney, your boy. And so there is this talents, talents project from Todd Bowley. And I think it's a really interesting one. Born in 2003. I feel so old, Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> Me too, in this case. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. CBS Sports every single week. Part of our City Act coverage as well. Fab, have a fantastic day. I hope that these 15 days... Don't kill you. Keep up with the good work. And we'll see you next time on Kego Lasso Fab. Thanks so much, brother. Thank you. Thank you, bro. See you soon. Thank you to all the guys for sending the questions. And see you soon here on Kego Lasso. Ciao. Thank you, everybody. Have a great uh, rest of your week. And we will see you next time. Plenty more to come from Kego Lasso, including our weekend previews and so much more. Have a great rest of your day. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.